On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space, there are going to be things that we cannot change, and it's really our approach to those things that matter. So, for the things that we cannot change, what do I like about this? What opportunity am I going to gain from this? What are the pluses or the pros in this moment? So that that's what I focus on until I get to a space where this situation can be changed. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit cultivatingherspace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon tab. Welcome to Cultivating Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Are you currently a resident of the state of California? and contemplating starting your therapy journey? Well, if so, please reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com. That's D-R-D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com to schedule a free 15-minute consultation. I look forward to hearing from you. All right, our quote of the day. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. That quote comes to us from our beloved ancestor, Dr. Maya Angelou. And I'm going to say that one more time for the folks in the back so that you hear it and maybe you write it down. Mm-hmm. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. T. This quote. I, it's a lot that's coming up for me as I'm as I'm thinking about it. But what's coming up for you, girl? I think that one. It's a powerful quote, number one. Number two, I think it depends on what space you're in in life, right? In order for you to actually receive it. Because I can, I I was dealing with some stressful situations recently and I feel like if someone were to share that quote, I'd be like, what? (laughs) Like, I'm not feeling that, but I'm like, pretty grounded right now. I'm feeling really good, had a really great day. And I feel like I can receive it fully. And I cannot wait to jump into this conversation because perspective shifting can really change our lives. Like I really believe that. And I think that's what the quote is in essence saying, you know, like it's really between your ears. That's the part. Yes. That's the, yeah. That's the machine that is going to help 
shift everything else. What about you, Don? What comes up for you when you hear that quote? So the first thing that came up for me was the serenity prayer, right? So for those that aren't familiar, I'll just read it really quickly. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference, right? And so then that came up for me. And it made me think about there are lots of things that how important our perspective really is, right? Because there are lots of things in our world that we don't have the power to change alone, right? Because then I also think about Dr. Angela Davis. And one of her famous quotes is, I'm no longer accepting the things I cannot change. I'm changing the things I cannot accept. So I'm going to say that one one more time. I'm no longer accepting the things I cannot change. I'm changing the things I cannot accept. And so to me, all of that, like all of those are about our perspective, right? That in recognizing that there is a reality in which we live in, that there's systemic oppression, there's all the isms that we deal with on a regular basis and how we approach everything in life is truly about our our perspective. That is a fact. Okay, so I guess it's time, Dom. We might as well just jump on in. So lady... Before we jump into the meat of the conversation, we just want to lay the foundation and give you an idea of what you can expect first. Okay, so first, why this topic? I don't know about you, but I've realized that there tend to be things in life that I must do, right? And I don't always feel like doing them. (laughs) There are seasons in life that require my presence and attention in order for me to maximize the journey and to grow and to get all of the things that I need to get out of that experience or journey. And the thing is, even still, sometimes I don't want to do that shit, (laughs) right? (laughs) Especially when it comes to some of these adulting tasks, okay? So lady, I think it would behoove us all to have a conversation about how we can make our lives more fulfilling and more pleasurable even when we're doing the things we may not want to actually do because our perspective manages everything. So that's why this topic. Now, Dom, go ahead and tell them. Tell them why they should stay until the end. Listen, so you already know that T and I always give you nuggets of wisdom We are always dropping those gems that can help you make your life better because we care about you. Like we, we here for you, right? So 
in order to catch all of these nuggets of wisdom. And we have 10 of them for you today. One, you got to stay until the end. And two, when you stay until the end, you'll learn why it's important. So three, stay until the end. (laughs) Period. That's it. Just stay until the end, lady. You will thank us later, okay? You will thank us later. And um, I know this might be a pretty, I want to say, pretty basic word. I always love to just begin with a definition just to kind of further ground the conversation. How would you... How how do you think we should think about perspective as we dive into this conversation before we jump into our stories and situations where we've had to shift our perspective? We like to make sure we have reliable sources. So we consult the research. We consult the dictionary. I mean, you know, Merriam-Webster, Oxford, like dictionary.com, all the things to make sure that we are also have a grasp on how we want to talk about this word, right? So perspective is about a particular attitude towards or a way of regarding something, right? It's a point of view. It's your outlook. So again, perspective particular attitude toward or a way of regarding something, a point of view, an outlook. I want to be clear when I'm saying a point of view, right? Because there are multiple ways of looking at things. And that is why we call it perspective. Because it's not just one concrete way. It is a way. So there could be others out there. Perfect. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Dom, for getting us nice and grounded. Hey, lady, it's Terry here. Dom and I want to take a moment to thank you for choosing to listen to our podcast. We love you for real. And we want to give you a chance to learn more about what's important to us. So tell us what you think about this. Imagine a world where you have a chance to get featured on the Cultivating Her Space podcast and share your business, brand, or perspective with millions around the globe. Imagine joining our monthly virtual video check-ins where you can connect with like-minded Black women like you and share your ideas and episode suggestions with Terry and I. Now I want you to imagine a world where you're in the exclusive Cultivating Her Space Sanctuary Slack channel, and throughout your day and week, you are conversing with us about what's happening in your life and sharing funny gifts and your personal wins. How does that sound? Hopefully this is up your alley, lady, because we are taking things to the next level this year and we're doubling down on investing in our community. That means you. Yay! We want to meet you, connect with you, and create communities of genuine women who love on Black women and push our culture and movement forward. We launched this podcast in 2019, and to date, we have not missed a week. We've been great stewards of our platform, all while working full-time and navigating our own ups and downs. 
We release fresh new content every single Friday, like clockwork, and we have hundreds of valuable episodes and workshops that can really help you uplevel your life. So if you love our mission or you've gotten value from us, we invite you to give back and help us push this community effort forward. Visit herspacepodcast.com and click Patreon. You can learn more about our goals and exclusive offerings on Patreon. And we highly, highly encourage you to join the Sister Frontier so that you can get some one-on-one time with us. We also have an option for you to donate on a one-time basis if that meets your needs. Again, herspacepodcast.com and you can click that link that says Patreon. All right, lady. We'll hop right back into the conversation. Now, we did not discuss this before we hit record, but I just want to, I saw something on social media and I want to remix it a little bit. And lady, as you're tuning in, whether you're at home or you're driving or you're chilling, whatever you're doing, I want you to also answer this question. So Dom, are you down to, are y'all down to play with me for a little bit? Let's do it. Okay. So my question for you is if Auntie Oprah, right? Like y'all really close your eyes and imagine this. If Auntie Oprah reached out to you and she was like, Hey, Dom, I love all the work that you and Terry are doing on the podcast. I feel inclined to write you a check for a hundred million. And lady, whatever your personal situation is, you act like Auntie Oprah came to you and said that. How would you feel? First of all, as soon as you said that, my eyes popped right back open. Like, what? (laughs) what? (laughs) Say what? Say what? Okay. Okay. So that that just immediate reaction to like is excitement. Yes, excitement. I mean, yes. like that initial reaction, right? Yes. Pure excitement. And then I'm going to have the questions. When I come down off my <laughs> excited high, yes. then I'm going to have the questions, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the stipulations? What's the catch? Like, what's the requirements? Before, before, I, you so funny because I know you on it. You're like, okay, this is cool. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait. Tell, so before, before we get into the questions, would you say, like, right after you get that news, would anyone be able to get you in a bad mood? Hell no. I was going to say, for the most part, no, right? Like, I'm on cloud nine. I'm good. Right. Like, unless you amazing. Unless you follow it up with some devastating news. Like, and, it's, and I'm clear, I'm using that descriptor, devastating news. You ain't coming, you ain't knocking me off my high. Okay, and now the devastating news. <laughs> the one condition, lady and Dom, is that in order for her to give you the one hundred million right now, like literally wire into your account, not even a check, she'll wire it right now, is that you don't wake up tomorrow. Shut is the that still okay? I was gonna say, is that still? Would you still be interested? Like, is that still something, lady? Is that still something that you would be like, okay, cool, sign me up? I shut the front door. Like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Bye. No. Bye. No. And you know what's no. so interesting, Dom? When I think about that for myself, I'm like, real for real, fuck that 100 million. Like, I, w- I would love to have it, but I'm like, no, if I don't wake up tomorrow. And so- It's not worth well, it to me. It's not worth it. And so the guy on social media, it's literally a random reel that I scroll past and can't even find it. But what he was asking the people when he gave a similar scenario, not with Auntie Oprah, but he gave a similar scenario, he was like, so that means that waking up is more important and more valuable than $100 million. And when you think about it like that, it's like, damn, perspective, right? So he was like, well, why don't we feel like that every day, every day when we wake up? And I was like, well, shit, goddamn, right? I mean, I will say, I wake up 
grateful that I woke up. Right. Now, am I excited <laughs> and life is on a high? Yes. Not every morning. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, we just going to be real. No, right, that's not every right, right. No. No. Yeah. But am I grateful that my eyes popped open? Hell mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. No, but that I'm perspective is so important. Right? It's like, it just, little things like that, I think can help us just understand, one, what we value, right? Because some mm-hmm. lady, you might be listening, you might be like, oh no, I'm going to take it. I'll take it and make sure my family's good. I mean, everyone has a different response. I know mine would be, you keep that, you keep that money. I'm good. I'm going to, I'm going to get it on my, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it on my own. Right. Mm -hmm. Now here's a different perspective though. Right. So that's me now in this moment. Right. But let's say that I was like a hundred. Right. I didn't live a full ass life. Mm -hmm. My life has been wonderful. Right. Yep. I didn't yep. seen and done more things than I would have ever imagined. Yeah. And I'm told I get a hundred million dollars, but I don't wake up. Well, we're gonna figure out how we can use some of that money to make the days a little longer. And <laughs> I'm gonna spend I'm gonna spend that day with all my family and then yep. make sure everybody is set up. And then I've lived a good life. There you go. So to me, that's a different perspective. It depends on your perspective really is relative to Mm -hmm. where you are in life. Exactly. Exactly. And that brings us to some juicy story time. So Dom, when did your perspective make a situation feel worse than it should have? Using air quotes on should. Can you think of a time? I'm going to think of one too. There's not one specific situation that's coming up for me right Mm -hmm. now. But what it makes me aware of is that if you are anxious or depressed, that that puts a cloud over a lot of situations. And it is easy to, if you're anxious, to be overly worried about a situation. So then it brings down this, it makes it feel heavier than it needs to be, right? Mm -hmm. If you're feeling depressed, then how you are viewing the situation is going to be typically way more pessimistic and negative than what it really is. Right. So yeah, I'm still I still can't think of anything personally, but I just think that just immediately yeah. came to my mind. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. I'm also I'm trying to think of something as well. And there are a couple of things that are like a little too personal. I'm like, I don't want to share that. I we share it, I share enough with y'all. I ain't gonna share that one. But one of the things that 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 does come up, I think about recently I got like a call from family with some family drama. And in that moment, I kind of felt like I went back into my younger self, like my teenage self, when life was extremely stressful and there was so much traumatic stuff and drama around me. And I kind of went into that fight or flight mode. And Mm -hmm. I do believe that my perspective, it shifted the way that I was showing up because sometimes I realized that when I am stressed out, when I have anxiety, I don't tend to eat or prioritize eating. I don't, I just don't have an appetite. And I feel like I just can't really be still. I just feel like I'm just like, I don't know. It's just anxiety, right? It's just a very stressful, intense 
go, go, go situation, but the go, go, go was like within my body. Right. right. And so I do believe that if I, I don't know if I maybe took a moment to meditate and take deep breaths and like do all the things that I know have served me well there in my toolbox. I could have maybe navigated it a little bit better, but that's the first thing that comes to mind. What about the other side of that question? Is there a perspective or is there a time when your perspective made a seemingly negative or unpleasant situation delightful or better than it should have? <laughs> now I'm going to be real. I can't think of no negative situation that felt delightful, not ever. <laughs> but <laughs> what I will say, is that when I am in a good headspace, right, then what could be taken as a negative or unpleasant, I don't take it in. I don't personalize it. I don't take it as this is something that I have to address. Like I'm able to step back and be more objective in my view, right? So, because I think for me, what can happen is, and when I say take it personal, like if I'm anxious, then I'm wondering, or like in moments when I have been depressed, I'm wondering, well, like, let's say it's a work situation, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you work at, if I, I work in academia, there's always drama, like whether it's within your department or on the campus itself, there is always drama. Right. And, but then also just thinking about how the semester or the quarters roll Mm -hmm. that it tends to be, it tends to flow. The level of stress tends to flow with where you are in the quarter or the semester. You can kind of tell where things are. Right. Yeah. And so if I'm in a good headspace and I'm taking care of myself, like like my personal life is is good, right? Then when I'm at work, when things are stressful, when we hit that stressful point, I am not taking on all of that stress. I'm able to sit a little bit above it and not like in some power trip sort of way, but I'm able to sit above it to see what's happening, recognize it for what it is and navigate it in a way that doesn't bring my energy down. But if my life is stressful, then I'm not able to see above it I'm like actually underneath it and it looks insurmountable. Mm. I like the way you painted that picture too. Even y'all have to, you lady, go to our website, herspacepodcast.com and click on Patreon and you got to watch the actual episodes. You know, we release these episodes every Friday, but we also have videos. And Dom, just watching you with your hands, the way that you just motioned, it gave, I'm a visual person. So it gave me a visual and I was like, oh damn, that's a really good way to think of it. Like you can, that, that's totally different from you having your life and everything in order to being underneath the issue. And it's like, God damn, it's huge. It's you know what I mean? Insurmountable. Yeah. So thank you for that. That makes sense. I would definitely resonate with that. I would say that, okay, I'm going to give you a really good example that I believe you may connect with. So the example that I want to share, Dom, is about this whole 
2020 COVID work from home situation. Now, lady, I don't know if y'all know, Dom and I still work full time and manage this podcast and give you free episodes every Friday. So we hope you love us as much as we love you. Please go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and a little plug. But I say all that to say, I got a low key mandate saying that I need to be in the office two days a week. And this is me being at home like most people for the past, what, two, three years or so? Three years, yeah. Yes, working from home. And so this week, like the the day that we're recording this was my first week going into the office for two days. And so over the weekend, I was literally, this is my mind, okay? I'm giving you some insight, ladies, into what's going on. I was like, I don't feel like going into the office. I'm so comfortable at home. I don't want to do this. Oh my gosh. And to me, that felt like a unpleasant unpleasant and negative situation. I don't want to be, I want to work from with my pajamas on. I don't want to have to map out a commute and figure out how I'm going to get there and all that. But then I said, okay, I was like, all right, boo, this is what it is. This is what they're asking for. So what are the pros of this situation? That was one of the questions I asked myself and I was like, okay, let's do it. So if I know that this is my reality, what are some of the benefits? And so I started to dive into some of that. And for me, some of it was networking, even though I'm an introvert who turns on the extrovert, I do enjoy being able to see people and converse with folks. And mm-hmm. today I went into the office and had a really great experience connecting with colleagues. I also dress up when I go into the office. So, you know, I do my face a little, little, little something, something, put on some nice clothes. I don't get dressed often because I'm, yeah. I'm usually in mom gear. Exactly. I'm at home. I'm in mom gear. So it actually gave me the new perspective actually made the, the, the commute more more, what is the word I'm looking for? More, what's the word I'm looking for? Not beneficial, but more exciting and also more pleasurable. Yeah. So I actually enjoyed it. And I did a lot of mental work to prepare for that. So lady, I think it's probably time, right? Yeah. It's time for us to dig in. Let's dig into some of these ways that you can shift your perspective. So the first one here is to stay open and ground yourself with a meaningful mantra, whatever that mantra might be for you. I know one of my favorites is everything is working out for my good. And I will say that until my last days, like literally we got into a car accident a couple months ago and I was just like, okay, we were safe. Everybody can't walk, walked away fine. I was like, okay, everything's working out for my good. We ended up getting a newer car than I expected after having the car we had for mad long. And I was like, okay, so I'm driving in my new whip. It rides so good. feels like a rental car. I was like, okay. So I think having that mantra and staying open can really be helpful when things come up that you're not expecting. So yeah, that's that's what I would say about that first way. Don, what about you? I think the mantras are so helpful. And Terry, you introduced that mantra a while ago and I started using it too. Like, okay, let me take a deep breath. Everything is working out for my good. And like, it just reminds me, you know, my favorite phrase to trust the process, right? That like, I might not see it right now in this moment, but it's working out for my good. And and staying open to like that's also part of trusting the process is staying open to what might be unfolding. Because even if it doesn't feel good or look good right now, it'll reveal itself. And so staying open and yeah, just grounding yourself 
you know, another one, if you're not in that space where you're like ready to see the positive, right? Because that's mm-hmm. real. Because again, depending on where we are in life, we might mm-hmm. not be in that space, right? But another mantra could be everything will be okay. Or all will be well. And so just identifying what mantra it might be that you need in that moment to help ground you. So then that takes us to number two, meditate. I like to use mantras to meditate. And we've, I've talked about it on the podcast before. Meditation looks different for different people. Most of the time I use it to help me fall asleep. Because when I'm in that space where I'm really still, it's easy for me to fall asleep. But the mantras that we mentioned in number one might be something that you can use in your meditation. You start off saying that mantra and then you let your thoughts drift into that, into that space of everything is working out for my good. And you sit with that. Your your meditation could be one minute. It could be two hours. Whatever it, whatever it is that you need to help shift your perspective. Amen. Amen to that, Tom. I am a huge fan of meditation. And when I meditate, I also love to visualize. Like visualization has been so powerful for me in my life. And I believe that when we're meditating and visualizing our ideal outcome, for me, that can help with the perspective shifting. And so, you know, we're recording this episode, lady, on a Monday evening. And so over the weekend, really on Sunday night, that's when I did a meditation and then I envisioned my entire week. So I went through each day. I will say that this stuff, like meditation, visualization, this takes mental discipline. Sometimes I really don't feel like doing that shit. Like even over the weekend, I was like, I don't feel like doing it. I just want to chill. I just want to do nothing. I don't want to be fat focused on it. But then I was like, well, what kind of week do you want to have? You know, and I know that this is a challenge for me. Get, I mean, it may not be a challenge for some of y'all, but going from not leaving the house at all for work and mustering up the energy and the strength to interact with folks, even though there's parts of it that, that are exciting, some of it's like, Man, I was fine on Zoom. Like I don't. So there was a lot of a lot that I had to overcome and contend with, and so the visualization was so powerful. So I would just add that as like a little bullet point underneath the meditation, and then that takes us to number three, which is begin saying "I get to" instead of "I have to," and I think that is such a powerful perspective shifting yes, activity. Is. Okay, because girl, let me tell you, when we used to live in this loft a couple years ago in San Francisco, we lived on the fifth floor and sometimes the elevator would break down and I would get, I would order, I would either go to the grocery store or I would order Instacart. Either way, the elevator was down. I had to walk up five flights of stairs with the groceries. And I remember, not going to lie, the first couple of times I was bitching and moaning. And then I was like, okay, this is literally what I would say to myself. I'm like, okay, the groceries got to get upstairs. You're the only one home. They got to get upstairs. So you got to do this shit anyway. So how are you going to, like, how are we going to make it a bit more enjoyable? Because I don't want to bitch and complain and moan all the way up the stairs. So I was like, okay, well, huh, I have legs that work. 
well, damn, if I woke up tomorrow, my no, like seriously, if I woke up tomorrow, my legs mm-hmm. didn't work and I wasn't able to do this, that would be pretty devastating for me because I'm so accustomed to having this, this ability. So then yes. I began to say, you know what? I am like, literally I'd be going up the stairs, smiling, laughing, like, oh, I'm strong as shit. I got this. I got these groceries. And I'd be like, I'm yes. so happy. These legs work. Go ahead. Strong ass legs. I see. Like I would just have that type of energy about it. And it would get done. It changed the entire experience, changed up the whole energy, changed up my experience and bringing the groceries. Because again, the groceries have to go up the stairs anyway, but it's more enjoyable when I shifted my perspective. What are your thoughts on that, Dom? I mean, I didn't have to go up five flights of stairs, but... (laughs) You got some stairs over there. I got some stairs where Uh where I live now. And when I lived in Houston, I lived on the third floor and there were no there was no elevator there either. And so it was, oh, I get to get in a quick workout. And that was that's my perspective shift, right? Of like, okay, I ain't doing no stairmaster at the gym. That ain't happening. But walking up these flights of stairs, I get a quick little workout in. And if I have to get groceries, I would try to now I can't even front going up and down them stairs multiple times like nope I was like I get to see how strong I am by carrying all these groceries my goal all my goal typically is can I get all the groceries in one trip girl of course you you know our hands be like boom boom right that's the goal right how often Get do you do that? Get all the groceries in one trip. I'm, I did a grocery run this morning. And now I will say, I didn't do it all in one trip because I had paper bags this time. Oh. And them handles don't always be working. And I was, and I knew I was going to be hot. Okay. If right. any of my groceries fell out them bags. Hell so, yeah. <laughs> so I said, okay, I get to make a second trip. So I get another opportunity to get some cardio in. And so it's about your perspective. Like it's, it's, and oftentimes it doesn't take much to shift that perspective. Mm-hmm. And so then that takes us to number four, make a small change. So an example that I like to share is when you commute, most of us, and T, now that you're going back into the office a couple of days a week, it'll this you'll remember how this goes, right? Of like, oh, as you're commuting, you're used to taking the same route every every day. So you could be on autopilot. You get to a point where you could do, you could get to work and get home in your sleep because you know you go the same way every day, right? Sometimes, actually, every time, and when you make a slight deviation, it can open you up to a whole new set of things that you didn't even realize was around you. Because you take that same one street every day, that same exact highway every day. Change your perspective by taking a new route to work. 
I find that for me, when I was working in San Francisco, in the evening rush hour traffic, I would use a GP. I would use the GPS. I ain't naming no names because we ain't got no sponsors for it. But I would use the GPS to navigate through traffic to get home. And what I appreciated about it is that I knew my way after after taking the route a few times, I knew my way to get home. But because traffic was always finicky, taking using the GPS, sometimes it would take me on various routes, like out of the norm that I would usually take. And so then I got to see other parts of the city that I wouldn't normally get to see if I just went that one route that I knew. And so taking, and even in my new location, like every now and then I might hop off the highway because there really is only one way, real way to get there. So what I do is sometimes I might hop off the highway to go to the sto- go to a store in a neighborhood that I don't live in just so that I can see something different. What about for you, T? Definitely connect with what you said there, Dom. I would, I would agree. Like changing your route. I was also thinking about other small changes. I, I will say, Dom, although I consider myself to be a pretty flexible person, I think like most of us, it's easy to get comfortable. And mm-hmm. sometimes when you get comfortable, it is easy to become stagnant and you're just like, oh, this is the way I'm you know, accustomed to doing things. And so I like to, I might, for me, I might have like make a huge change versus make a small change. Cause to me, sometimes I have to do something big and like bold. So recently, maybe over the past year or so I've tried, there's like a float spa in San Francisco that I've gone to mm-hmm. where you could do a cryo, like the sort of, mm-hmm. kind of like the frozen ice, I want to say machine and you do a sauna and a, a salt soak. And then I did this ice, ice fire and ice where you get into the ice cold water. That's like up to your neck, you lay in the tub and then you go into the sauna. And so things like that, where I kind of challenge my body, that helps me to shift my perspective. Also in the gym, I've been in the gym regularly now. And so when I'm in the gym, I'm seeing the changes with my body and I'm also feeling stronger and just stretching myself. That to me allows me to then shift perspective in other areas of life. I don't know. Like I feel like when I'm stronger in the gym and my body's stronger, it allows me to focus on some of the mental challenges that I might have in daily life. So I would say make small or big changes <laughs> for this one here. And then the next one is number five is use what I like about it is and or the pros of the situation are, right? So use those, I guess you could say like finish the sentence for those, right? Yep. And so this kind of goes back to what I said. I'm not going to beat a dead horse, ladies. What I said about this before was about, I mentioned the going back to work situation. And so when I was like, okay, boo, you got it. It's going to need to get done anyway. What are the pros of the situation? And so what do I like about this? And completing that sentence, that can be really helpful because I just, I didn't feel like complaining. I was just like, okay, well, this is what it is. Let me figure out how to make it more enjoyable because it has to get done anyway. Yeah, I think that that's so important to look at what are the what are the good things about this when it's something that you know you cannot change, right? Yes. What can I or yeah, what do I like about this? What can I get out of this? What's the opportunity in this for me when it's something that you know you cannot change? 
Because, again, going back to the serenity prayer and our quotes from Dr. Maya Angelou and, and Dr. Angela Davis of thinking about there are going to be things that we cannot change. And it's really our approach to those things that matter. So for the things that we cannot change, what do I like about this? What opportunity am I going to gain from this? What are the pluses or the pros in this moment? So that that's what I focus on until I get to a space where this situation can be changed. And so then that takes us to number six. Recite positive affirmations proactively. So what does that look like? That means that when you know you're going into a situation that you cannot change, or even when you're coming out of a situation that you can't change, or something that you didn't like, before you go to the negative, Focus on immediately reciting those positive, your go-to positive affirmations, right? And sometimes what that also looks like is, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in a regular habit of reciting positive affirmations so that when situations come up that I don't like or that I can't change, I'm already in a good headspace about it because I'm generally in a good headspace with my positive affirmations. And I know that the moment something negative pops up, I can say, uh-uh, what's my positive affirmation? I have it in my toolkit. I love that, Dom. And I think the emphasis here should be on proactively because. I don't know about you, but I've definitely been that person to fill up the tank when it's on E, right? When the, when the light comes on, it's like, oh, let me go to the gas station. Versus when you see it's getting, you know, like, okay, it's getting a little, getting a little, you know, getting a little low. Let me go ahead and do it before the light comes on. And so I think that reciting the positive affirmations are so important. I mean, when you think about it, the energy is, energy is real. And so Mm-hmm. I I personally believe that there are so many negative words, ideas, stereotypes, so many things that whether it's social media, the news that are just around in the world that combating that with positivity in general on a regular basis, I think it's just so important. Like the same way that we cleanse our body daily, I hope, or every other day, right? We cleanse our body often, yes, let's say no, no judgment. We cleanse our bodies often. Yes, often. There we go. Often. Yes, not every day because I ain't going to lie. During the pandemic. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we mm. <laughs> wasn't taking showers every single day, but we'll have oh, yeah, another topic yeah. for another day. <laughs> but the same way that we cleanse our body regularly, right? Or we floss regularly or we brush our teeth regularly. We should be doing the same thing for our spirituality, right? Our our yeah. spiritual being as well as our physical being. So yes, recite positive affirmations. Now, lady, this episode is getting a little long. So what we're going to do here is for number seven, we want you to tell us what do you like to do to shift your perspective? And this is an interactive part of this conversation. So lady, what we want you to do is go to our Instagram, 
at Her Space Podcast on Instagram, of course, and look for the orange square that says perspective. Okay. This is going to be like an insider. All right. So if you are listening to this part of the episode, you're going to have an inside scoop that other people may not have because they have, they didn't finish the episode or they didn't get to this part. So go to our Instagram, take a look at that post. If it's a post from a while back because of when you're tuning in, scroll on down the Instagram feed, look for the orange square that says perspective. And then in the comment section, you drop what you would add to the list that we've already shared with you so far. And then what we're going to do is we're going to share the additional three ways to shift your perspective in the after show. So Dom and I are going to sign off now for the main episode. We're going to head on over to the after show. We're also going to share a couple tips on how to not take things personally. I don't know about y'all, but we're a little sensitive over here. So we're going to share with you how to not take things personally as well in the after show. So to tune into the after show, lady, and to support this podcast that is Black-founded, Black-funded, and Black-owned, okay, by two full-time working Black women in America, all right? Go ahead and visit our website, herspacepodcast.com. Just click on Patreon and become one of our patrons so you can get exclusive content hang out with us throughout the month and all that good stuff. So Dom, anything else before we head on over to the after show? I head on over to the after show. That's what, that's what we, that's what it's here for. All right, y'all. We'll catch you on the other side. Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HerSpacePodcast. Or check out our website at herspacepodcast.com. And before we meet again, repeat after me. I attract abundance and prosperity with ease.